2: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, a world champion, not one, not two, but three different sports. Mark Henry and I talk all about the releases from the wwe yesterday and they were a lot and some of those names are going to downright shock you we'll get into it on today's edition of the busted open podcast also just before we went on air we get the breaking news of our very good friend pat mcafee now joining the commentary team of friday night smackdown we'll get into that as well right now on the busted open podcast wwe is smart mark when there's bad news they 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 break the news at 1205 eastern time five minutes after we sign off when there's good news yeah. they they do it at eight fifty five minutes before we jump on the air so yes friend of the show and i am i already messaged back and forth with pat as you mark you're very close to pat mcafee as well um yeah, I'm very, very happy uh for Pat and congratulations. Somebody who's a lifelong fan. This is a dream of his, and yeah. now it's gonna be a realized being the one of the voices along with Michael Cole each and every Friday. Starting tonight. Starting tonight. Trackdown. Yeah, this is big.
3: And and Dave, you know, you know what this is, right? This is you got caught with your hand in the cookie jar for the WWE. And then them giving you a two-carat canary yellow diamond.
1: <laughs> this is.
3: Like, the, the throw out all that bad news and it gets so get, get bad press. And then you say, you know what? How do we wipe this away?
1: Yep. Boom, breaking news. That's like your significant other said, I smell perfume on you. And then you whip oh, out was, the flowers. You whip out the flowers and said, I love you, honey. <laughs>
3: Is that lipstick on your collar? Uh, uh, no. But no, it looks like lipstick on your collar. Nope. It's not. I cut myself shaving.
1: Yeah, here's, here's, here's keys to a brand new Mercedes sitting in the parking lot.
3: Hey, we should go get a Mercedes.
1: <laughs> this is, to go to your point, Mark, a lot oh, of people man. are looking at this news. Because it's very rare that WWE breaks news this early in the morning. A lot of people, uh, I think, are thinking the same way you are, Mark. This is a deflection because the WWE, and I talked about the numbers uh, yesterday on the show. Um, Tuesday night, Forbes broke all the big numbers coming out of WrestleMania weekend. Social media, merchandise, uh Well over 50,000 sold out both night one and night two of WrestleMania 37 and some monster viewership numbers as well. Um, And then that was all washed away by the news. And we'll get into it of all the people that were future endeavored by the WWE, which I guess now is starting to be called, you know, like, you know, we talk about it in the world of the NFL, Black Monday, like that Monday after the season is over where a lot of the head coaches are released. We're now getting that on Thursdays now in the world of the WWE where they let uh, a lot of wrestlers and talent go and then making this announcement about Pat McAfee. Uh, it's definitely a deflection, but it doesn't wash away a lot of the bad tastes that are in a lot of fans' mouths about some of the names that were let go yesterday, Mark.
3: Man, I, I I felt like uh there was some some good with the bad. Um I feel sorry for all of the people yeah. that got let go. I mean, you never want to see somebody lose their job. Never. Um But in in, you know, I always have to go. Joe is uh one of the most talented wrestlers in the world. Um I did feel like the WWE did a solid keeping him aboard after his concussion and uh the damage that he sustained and and I think they were trying to protect him but if if you're a talent and you say you know what I want to go out on my on my on my on my shield like let me make that decision for myself then you have to let that talent make that decision for himself yeah and Joe deserves that. he I mean whatever whatever he was making was not like it, the money that he would make as a superstar if he was in the ring, uh, doing his thing. So I feel like Joe, while he still has his youth, um, he still has time left. The clock is not ticking for him yet that he should get back out there and do his thing. And if um, the WWE says, you know what, man, like this is your opportunity to go do that. Then this is, it was a good thing for him to get let go.
1: If he's, if he was being prevented of doing what he actually truly wanted to do, which is step into the ring and wrestle. I, I agree with you. And I, I do really have a lot of, I guess, hurt feelings as a fan. When you look at this list now, Mark, if what you're saying is correct, then Samoa Joe is the hottest free agent out there now, right? I mean, if if there is the 90-day clause, he can't sign anywhere until July 14th. And I think when you look at a lot of this talent, July 14th is going to be the date that a lot of fans look at as where some of this talent is going to go. But let's look at it a little bit. Samoa Joe, without a doubt, big-time free agent if he's able and healthy enough to step back into the ring. Bo Dallas was like, oh, Bo Dallas, to like, you know, former huge NXT talent. Coming out of NXT, you know, I mean, he had some amazing matches, some of the best matches we've ever seen with NXT. Never really was able to get going on the main roster with the WWE. So I actually think if he continues to wrestle, this is a blessing for somebody like Bo Dallas. Mojo Rawley was somebody just a few years ago, Mark, that, With the connection with Gronk, we thought this guy was going to get a tremendous push. They had a lot of vignettes on SmackDown with Mojo Rawley, and it just never seemed to go anywhere. Tucker with Otis was, my God, like a year ago was one of the hottest storylines going in the WWE, Mark, right? I mean, Otis and Tucker?
3: Yeah, I, I just wanted to know what the problem was. You know, like, was it the fact that, um, Otis was doing so good with his deal with Mandy that they just wanted to focus on those two characters or what, what was the case? Because Tucker was, I thought he was adding good quality. Um, I thought it banter between him and Otis and mm-hmm. just giving, being a buffer and the tagging was, was, I mean, they were the shining. They're the, we, we talked about them more than anything. Yep, and then all of a sudden one day it was no more Tucky, just gone. He was he was he just vanished, and you know I, I I feel bad for him. I feel bad because I I don't think that he got a fair shake, in the sense that let me show the world what I can do. Isn't him and Bo Dallas both like they, they haven't wrestled yep. in so long that we don't even remember, you know, kind of what we're missing.
1: I mean, it, it's been almost two years since we've seen Bo Dallas in the ring wrestling. Think about that. It's a long time to be out of action and not be on TV.
3: Yeah. And and uh, I mean, you can go back and I guess see on YouTube and uh maybe the network well, no more network. Go to Peacock. Peacock. Peacock! And and see Bo Dallas. Um, but, Dave, I, I don't think that. I think he's going to have to be a complete rebuild. I mean, from the ground up. Yeah. You know, so with that being said, you know, he's got three months to figure that out.
1: Yeah, and who knows if if that's even something that he wants to pursue. Chelsea Green, who I l- absolutely loved, part of the Impact Wrestling roster, moved over to NXT, and there was a lot of things that went on with injuries and stuff like that. Just was never able to stay healthy for a considerable amount of time. And now, uh, obviously, la- yesterday been let go uh billy Kay and peyton royce and i think the, those are the two other than samoa joe that fans are really upset about iconics former tag team champions you know coming out of wrestlemania 35 i don't think there was any tag team hotter than the iconics and now here we are two years later not too long ago broken up uh peyton royce had what i thought was a good match with oscar on monday night raw and billy Kay. I know our very own bully her, his MVP, when you look at the last year and what she was able to do in the small amount of TV time that she had, Mark, and now uh, both Peyton Royce and Billy Kay future-endeavored yesterday by the WWE.
3: You know, I, I always thought that for your entertainment dollar, uh, it's hard to beat the Iconics. When it came to being in the ring, there was a drop-off. And I I I could see Billy Kay getting better over the last year. And I was hoping like like that match with Oscar was fine. I mean I, I I thought it was it was actually good. The match that she had before that, um I I didn't think that it was the, as good as the match she had with Oscar. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, it wasn't one of those where you had to go and break out the high-powered, high-pressure hose and clean the ring out. I mean, like she, she's she's a solid talent that's getting better. So I hope that uh, both of these guys stay together because Ed made a, a a very valid point in the break that they were more valuable together. And I think that if they stick together and show the world that there's improvement as well as you're going to get that high entertainment factor uh, in three months, they could be something really, really special for the wrestling world somewhere.
1: Uh, uh, Wesley Blake also let go. We haven't seen really Wesley, Bla- Wesley Blake in a while. Uh, Kalisto, somebody that we had on the show not that long ago, an and amazing state, maybe the best shape in his career. He had really high hopes about where he was going to go in the future with the WWE, and you know, gets the news yesterday that he's being future endeavored.
3: Yeah, I, I'm, golly, that's 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 a hard one because I never seen Kalisto look better. Mm-hmm. He worked on his body. He he his skills were always off the chart. Um, I don't think that even size is a factor um, I've been in the ring with him so, uh, beyond solid work and like you said a friend of the show uh, was always gracious and I just feel like that there's a lot that could be done with him and you know where he's going to land I don't know but he will land on his feet
1: yeah, I hope, I hope so. And there is one name. And, you know, I saw a lot of people fantasy, fantasy booking this next name. And this is the one that really, to me, hits the hardest because there is a word called respect. And this wrestler definitely earned a lot of respect over the career and how, honestly, should be finally played out. I'll tell you exactly who that is when Mark Ooh. and I are back right here
2: i busted open. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating.
1: Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This is why on this show, Mark, you and I preach about supporting everything in pro wrestling and all these nimrods that hate on AEW just for the sake of hating on AEW. Well, now you know why that you need an AEW. Boy, you hate on fucking AEW when we got Tony Khan on as a guest on Wednesday, but you love him yesterday when you found out your favorite wrestler got released by the WWE. Oh, sign, sign my favorite wrestler. Well, you can only do that if there's healthy options out there in the world of pro wrestling. But anyway, I digress.
3: I I think that the fan, the typical fan might say that. But the AEW fan, and uh, I I even think that this kind of comes from the company because I think we've actually heard the company say that they didn't want to just get too top heavy with released WWE talent that they wanted to have their homegrown um, talent mm-hmm. take over and rise to the occasion, if you will. I don't see anything wrong with signing people. I mean, you you look at f- the artist formerly known as Rusev. Mm-hmm. Come in. Make a splash, and then it's not like he is um, the the top of the card right now. So, like, you have to be careful and go where it's going to be good for you. Why not mention Japan? Why not mention Impact? Or,
1: well, I'll I mention all of them because, you know, though, I, 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 I throw out AEW first because. You know, judging from the rating, over a million viewers uh, on Wednesday night. They're on TNT. Uh, there's obviously a lot of money. Um, obviously, yeah, you, you could definitely throw out New Japan and Impact and and uh, NWA, NWA and Ring of Honor. There's there's a lot, and that's why we we try to support everything here. And and we're gonna kind of, I'm sure you. SWE. S, hmm? Sure, SWE. Throw that in there. Yeah, uh, Mission Pro Wrestling. They can help me when I go in a ring with Thunder Rose on May 1st. But and you and 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 you and I, you know, we we could kind of, and I'm sure the fans are gonna do this too. Hey, where we'd like to see this person, that person. But before we get into all that, Mark, I do want to get into one person or one name that I did not mention in our open today of somebody who was released. And that's Mickey James. Now I waited to talk about Mickey James for a couple of different reasons. Number one, Mickey James still has it in the ring. She still has extreme value in the world of pro wrestling. And we've seen her in the ring and we've seen her do some amazing things still today in the ring. But also, Mickey James is somebody, Mark, that when she finally calls it quits and hangs up, she's the first ballot hall of famer, right or wrong.
3: Right. She I
1: just think that I shouldn't be seeing her name on a list of people that were future endeavored.
3: Like I, I, that... I would not have done that either. Yeah. Um, we, we talked about this, too. Um, you know, y'all should, y'all should be in the breaks, guys. Like, we, we talk about some amazing stuff in the breaks. Uh, but I'm going to bring it to you right now. Baseball does a better job of segueing great talent from the field to the front office, the field to community service, the field to the educational and coaching ranks. I would have not in future endeavor, Mickey James. I would have made Mickey James a special assistant to the development of women's wrestling. And I would have had her counsel. I would have had her um, critique and analyze with all women's talent for a certain amount of time. And then maybe if that plays out, then you say, thank you, Mickey. Like we we wanted to, we didn't want to release you on a day that we released a bunch of other wrestlers because you deserve better. You know, something to that effect. I I would not have made her departure common. Um, but Mickey James is, you know, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, um, she's the last of the divas. That's still around. um, I mean, we had the legend show and you had like her and Victoria and Foxy and Melina and the list of people that were considered to be high functioning pro wrestling, women's wrestlers. Um, she's the last one. The the WWE is about the future and every organization every company should be about where are we going rather than just hovering in this space of where we are so i don't give flack i just it's it's more how you do it than what you do sometimes and i say that about wrestling it's not just because you know how don't mean you should <laughs> I know how to do a moonsault, but you won't see me do it unless I'm going in a pool. It's where and when you do things. And I just think that the the wind was not yesterday for Mickey James. And there should have been some other backstory to help uh, massage, if you will.
1: I mean, if you're no, making no Deshaun if you're,
3: Watson, but just massage the situation to make it palatable for the fans and make it just to show respect to Mickey.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. And uh, listen, you know, I, again, all this list, I, I, you can make a case for each and every wrestler that was let go on how if things were done differently or if things were done in a different way, that they could be a major star on this show without a doubt. But like Mickey James is just somebody I feel like has been disrespected multiple times by this company. She comes back. I don't think she was really treated like the way that she should have been treated, Mark. And then now she gets let go. Like this is somebody you take aside, and I, I don't know. So a little not pop in circumstance, maybe.
3: You can you can do that. I mean, if 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 I got canned today from busted open. Um I would not take offense to it. I I would be respectful and I would I would be thankful of everything that I learned from you guys. And I would go on and then I would be your competition. And I would do my best to make a name for myself going forward. I think that's the way great athletes and great entertainers think. I feel like Mickey James if she feels like she's got a lot left wherever she goes she's going to shine because she wants to show you that she can still do it that you missed the boat and take a look at these I mean that's that's just my mentality and I think that Mickey still has
0: that too
1: Uh, Ed, I know you have Mickey James' uh, statement uh, that she released yesterday, correct?
0: More than graceful in her exit. She says via her Twitter yesterday, Grateful for the memories. Grateful for the locker room. Grateful for the fans. Grateful for these little keys to my golden handcuffs. You can never expect others' vision of you to be as big as your own dreams. Thank you, Vince McMahon. Hashtag always blessed and grateful.
1: Good way to go Hmm. out. Good way to make a transition. There's no doubt about it. She's special. She definitely is, and she'll find a home. There's no doubt about it.
2: This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating.
1: You know what's crazy? And I mentioned this to Mark on the phone, and I mentioned this to Bully on Air a couple of days ago. We're we're less than a week removed from WrestleMania, and it seems like it was months ago for crying out. It's crazy how quickly the world of pro wrestling moves, even to the point where 24 hours later, people aren't talking about one of the most historic WrestleManias of all time.
0: No, you're right. I mean, two nights of mania and that, yeah. <laughs> and just, just as quick, you know, we're, we're back and then there's new headlines and, and you're right. I mean, uh, obviously mania took place a little later than it normally does a little deeper into April than it typically does. And now we're here in mid April. And unfortunately this has become a theme, uh, that we are seeing at this time each year is, 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 you know, uh, budget cuts as we would call it in the business world.
1: Yeah, and you know, I was saying to Mark, you know, as NFL fans, we know about the Monday after the, the season's over, where a lot of head coaches get whacked, and and it seems like whacked. this Thursday is kind of like the same thing. It's I know it sound it sounds uh, impersonal, but in a lot of ways it is because Mark. You going sound like door- a mob boss putting the hit <laughs> hey, out. Hey, hey, man.
3: hey, take Johnny Rue two rides down to the docks and whack him.
1: Yeah, take uh, leave the gun. Take the cannolis unless you're. Kyla Braxton and you don't like cannolis. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with her? Dear god. She
3: don't like cannolis? She doesn't what, like what is, cannolis. What did I
1: miss? She tweeted that she doesn't like tiramisu or cannolis. What the f- You might as what? well cut your t- You might as well cut your tongue out because you have no taste. You have absolutely no
2: taste.
1: You might as I mean, well just
0: cut the tongue out. Uh, don't be argumentative. Dave, don't be hard. I got to admit, I don't really have a sweet tooth, so I'm not one on desserts and tiramisu and cannolis. So, I mean, don't don't be that harsh on her. I mean, you're sitting here cutting her tongue out. You are a mob, you, you think you're a mobster. <laughs> he Lacky didn't say cut her tongue
3: out. out. He said you might as well if you don't like yeah. it. Yeah, don't start rumors, okay, yeah, Justin? Yeah,
0: Justin. I
1: don't want to see. Bringing, a, I'm, bringing, I don't, I'm bringing a rumor
0: <laughs> round up here. And I'm hearing a rumor you said to cut <laughs> Kayla Braxton. Kayla, I don't want to see I on the dirt
1: sheets, you know, talk show host Dave LaGreca wants to cut Braxton's tongue out. I'm just
0: saying she's got bad taste. Is Look, what just because you saying. live in Jersey and you got bears around, you don't think you're some kind of mob boss or something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he'll have one of these bears – he'll put the hit out, have one of those bears come to your house.
0: Shit, man. Pay Not you a visit. That.
1: That's no <laughs> joke. But, I mean, but now we're getting these these cuts and we're getting these future endeavors. I mean, when, when the list came out yesterday afternoon, Justin, how surprised were you in some of the names that you saw?
0: I mean, yeah, there's always an element of surprise because – there's not always a rhyme or reason because this list, I mean, I think, I think 10 is the, is the number at while currently speaking here, you know, there's, it's a mix. Some you saw just as recently as WrestleMania and there's others, um, you know, like Bo Dallas, for example, who we hadn't seen on TV since 2019 in Saudi Arabia, (laughs) you know? So it's, it's really hard to kind of try to circle in on like a rhyme or reason. I, I think another thing to remember too is while I'm sure that for some of these talents, it is a surprise, you know, they get the phone call from talent relations and, you know, well, okay, that's kind of out of nowhere, but then for others, you know, we don't necessarily know maybe they are, you know, maybe they're like, okay, look on to the next chapter, you know, all, yeah. I can go and, and, and seek out uh, some potential and opportunities that I wasn't going to be able to do and how my current status or dealings with were with WWE. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, I think we'd all agree. Samoa Joe is the headlining name people are most buzzing about out of these 10 of, you know, a while, you know, then didn't, didn't do more with them. And you know, all, all we got was one Brock Lesnar match at a, an event called great balls of fire, as crazy as that sounds. Um, but, but who knows, you know, Joe might've been like, eh, you know, I don't want to be at a commentary desk anymore. And, you know, maybe WWE just wasn't going to use him in the ring anymore because of injuries or what have you. We don't know. So, I mean, I, I think it's, it's, it's important to remember as people get, you know, amped up and passionate and react that's your right, please react. But, Keep in mind, you know these are you know, these, these these boys, these, these men and women. Um, you know they they know what they're doing. They all have talent, and I have no doubt that all ten of them will have other opportunities. Uh, you know, knocking at their door that they'll be able to answer. So, but yeah, I mean, this I subscribe
3: is... to the same theory, Justin. Uh, I, I, before you came on, we talked about that in the first segment. Like, I, I really do think that um, there are some talent that would rather be able to leave and go and and pursue their passion and be who they feel like they are than to stay there and be handcuffed and we don't know if they if some people ask to be released right but but the fan will point judgment at the w w e and make the w w e out to be the bad guy without any information that supports that theory and I, I, I was telling Dave earlier and, and the nation that Samoa Joe had a terrible head injury if it was me and I own the company I would have told Joe Joe I I want you to be around I I, I see the value in having you here Let's get you on the announce table. Let's get you doing radio for us. Let's get you getting out in the community. Let's anything. But if Joe says, thank you for my for cons- your concern about my health, but you know what? I'm willing to die on my own consequences. I'm I'm willing to the, the, the lie on my shield, win, lose, or draw then you have to respect his wishes. Let him go so he can go and be free to do what it is that he wants to do. And the sure. fans should not be critical of that.
0: Sure. I, you know, and, and in Joe's case, he's out of the list, you know, he's on the older older side of it. And, you know, Mark, you can speak to this. You know, your body is your tool. You know, uh, time is, your, is is the ultimate enemy uh so you, you know if you're, not, you're, you're not getting any younger i'm sorry
1: so, <laughs> Don't stop, please justin's making friends today on the show go
0: ahead. <laughs> you're not getting any younger so yeah i mean you know yeah i mean look there's nothing to say that the door's not open for joe to come back and do commentary at a later time to be an ambassador uh role as you just described mark but yeah if he says look yeah. i feel like i got two or three years right now in my body left that i can go do something and i want to perform that's that you know tucker tucker gets released and and not long after the news gets public tucker tweeted freedom baby." Uh, you know, so I, again, we don't know. He might've been somebody who just happened to not publicize, but maybe in the last few months, uh, he, he asked for his release. He just didn't publicize it like we've seen others do. So, you know, it, 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 we don't know. Um, it's hard to right. say, I, I will say though, Dave, if I, if I can real quick out of these 10, the, the, you know, all, all of them, again, there's a case for all of them of what they yeah. can offer and what they could do. The, 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 two that surprised me the most in a certain way is Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- the two were a tag team in a time where WWE is trying to, at least we think at certain times, trying to build a women's tag team division. I, I mean, they, are, they were real-life friends who know each other. I mean, they had a natural chemistry. I've, and I said this back when they were active, so this is not me just like all of a sudden after the fact coming up. with this. I would say this when they were active. They struck me with certain edging Christian-type comedy chemistry. Not saying that they were Edge and Christian in the ring or that they were going to necessarily aspire to do what Edge and Christian accomplished, but they, that's the vibe that I got off of them with the way that they could play off each other in the entertainment role. And then when they split them up, I was really head-scratching. Like, all right, they must have a grand plan for one of them, at least. Yeah. And there really wasn't. And then, you know, more more recently, even at, you know, around the WrestleMania time, we've seen Billy Kay on TV. Somebody who I always thought, as Jim Ross would say, maximized the TV minutes. And so the, the cutting of those two ladies really just – that one – that one actually really smacked me in the face of like, huh? Like, <laughs> rhyme that one. yeah. And, and, and I
1: think you say, like you mentioned Tucker, it's the same thing with like Otis and Tucker. You look, uh, a year ago, the iconics and how popular they were and how, you know, Developed the storyline was with Otis and Tucker with Mandy. Like, you know, now here, three out of those four people we're talking about have now been let go. So it is a bit of a, a head scratcher. I uh, want to get your take on this as well. I, I talked about it a lot with Mark in the last hour, but Mickey James. Now, obviously, Mickey James has not been used a lot, but I look at Mickey James as like a Hall of Famer. And there's just certain wrestlers that should be recognized as fact. It's, I I just find it a little disrespectful that she's just being lumped in with other names that got released yesterday. Do you feel the same way, or is or is business
0: just business? No, I can uh, definitely feel feel that what you're saying. I mean, M- M- Mickey's some uh, obviously an incredible talent, and again, and, and a time where women's wrestling is. Um, I'm trying to, I don't even know how to word it. I mean, just women's wrestling just in general. It's at the forward.
3: forefront of the wrestling industry.
0: Yeah. Th- thank you. Yes. Yeah. It's just, it's, 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 it's an investment. If you, if you have a wrestling company, you need to be invested in women's wrestling. That's, that's just, that's just a fact. So again, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not saying that no women can ever be released again. I understand you still have to operate as a business, but why, again, why would you release Mickey James, a veteran, uh, that just has so much to offer such a good person can do so much behind the scenes and on camera for you. Uh, I kind of feel like with her though, unfortunately, this sadly feels like that for months, maybe they've already just lumped in that she's legend. She's past tense. She's she's not part of the active roster. And it's almost like, all right, we're going to make cuts. Part or part of the future. Or oh, part of the future, yes. It, it's almost like they go to make cuts, and they're like, you know, checking off who they're going to go ahead and, and relieve. Oh, Mickey's still – she's on – oh, we're going to cut Mickey. We, we, I thought she was gone already. That's what it feels like. That Just mm-hmm. by the way that they, ha- they have or have not used her – yeah, you know, I mean, I think when they had a Legends Night, I think even they they kind of lumped her in as like she was just one of the legends. Which, you know, there's yes, she she will, you know, she's a Hall of Fame, Mick, you know, Mickey James is Hall of Fame status and an accomplishment. But like while she's currently on the active roster, to kind of lump her into the what's supposed to be the past tense grouping, it's just bizarre. So sadly, I feel like they they just I'm using the ambiguous day as the office kind of already checked out and maybe thought that she forgot that they even had her at at their disposal to use, which shame on them. Again, if she wants to, we'll have no problem finding opportunity elsewhere.
1: No doubt about it. Um, Justin, uh, it seemed like not too long ago we saw the WWE kind of sign a lot of talent to longer-term deals because of the threat of AEW and you know possibly talent wanting to jump over to AEW. Have has that ship sailed now? When you look at the releases from last year and the releases from what we saw yesterday, you know is that even a question in the WWE's minds at this point? You think?
0: I don't think the ship necessarily sail. I mean, that's, that's, that situation you're describing, Dave is constantly going to evolve. That's going to change day to day to day. You know, I mean, look, uh, Chelsea green, uh, she was released as part of the 10 and I, and I'm pretty sure that, that, and I think she made this public. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure she's on, she, she signed like a new contract somewhere in the last matter of months. So, I mean, it, I think it's going to be constantly evolving. You know, I think you you know, if you are looking at the fact that yeah, WWE a couple years ago, there certainly seemed like there was a certain, um, it felt like a certain element of talent hoarding, right? Uh, you know, you're watching the competition. You're saying, okay, okay, what well, you know, what is AEW doing? All right, they're they're signing a lot of people. they they're, they're mm-hmm. everybody's in a, in a in a faction, so they got. All these people over here. Then you watch a lot of factions like, oh. in AEW. Oh, I, I mean, I've been saying this for a while. AEW <laughs> for for better or for worse, AEW feels like that scene in Anchorman all the news stations have to fight each other in the back alley. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> waiting for Ben. I'm waiting for Ben Stiller to show up and go, "Come on, bitches, Spanish news." You know. <laughs> you know, it's just that's what it is. But for better or for worse, that's the best. <laughs> um, oh my god. You know, but you're watching. Okay. So AEW's got this over here. I mean, how many more people can they sign? Where do they have room for? You know, okay. What is ROH doing? Are they producing TV? What's in, you know, you're watching and you're seeing what it is. So, I mean, it, it I don't think that necessarily it's changed that, that W is not going to still be on a defensive or on, a, or maybe not defensive, but on aggression of like, oh, we want this person. We got to lock them up. But that's not going to still stop them from, they lock somebody up one day, you know, the next day, the situation can be totally different. And they have the, they have the, the, the ability to just to cut the, cut the string. So,
1: um Speaking of AEW, the ratings uh, for both NXT and AEW, what a, what a, what a great number to see from both shows. Finally, the, Wednesday night wars are over. It's not head to head anymore. NXT makes the move to Tuesdays, and over 800,000 people watch NXT Tuesday night. Uh, AEW standalone on Wednesday 1.2 million people tune into AEW. I mean, both the WWE and AEW have to be ecstatic with both those shows from this week.
0: Hell yeah. This, this was significant for everybody. You know, you start with Tuesday. And look, it, it, for NXT, you're moving to a different night, right? So AEW at least has the luxury of saying, oh, we're on the same night. we got our audience program. NXT has going to take a little bit of a risk of we're moving to a new night. you got to tell the audience, new night, new night, new night. Hammer that into people. You know, people, you know, we are creatures of habit. We don't like change. You know, it, we, we, we bucket change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so great news, I think, for NXT for the first uh, week to be 805,000. I think that was their best, I believe, since Halloween Havoc. You know, that's a strong, strong number, strong start as you're, again, as you're trying to program people to a new night and, and you're coming off, you're in the new WWE calendar, if you will, you know, WrestleMania kind of is what resets the calendar. So uh, a lot of storylines in some regard are resetting. So great for them. And then, yeah, AEW, you said at 1.2 million, uh, I think the 0.44 and the, in the all regarded key demo, uh, you know, that, that viewership's up 77%. Wow. The week prior, up 77%. <laughs> that's it's crazy. That's,
2: uh,
0: right. Uh, so yeah, I mean this everybody's got to be happy here. You know, everybody has to be thrilled with with the projections of what they could continue to do. You know, just think about hey, just think about in in 3 months from now again, 3 months again. You got the audience program with, with they don't have any opposition to worry about on cable at least for Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh huge potential for both of these brands. Um so that's that's great news for everybody.
1: And we've we've seen like raw uh on a Monday night be the number one show on cable. To see AEW this past Wednesday be the, the number two on, on on cable and beating two NBA games. Uh, I, I mean, that's a great sign for the future of AEW, for sure.
0: It is. And, you know, it's a great sign. And also, I mean, AEW's numbers, they had a little bit of a slide just before, just before no the past week. No so, doubt. So the fact that they were able to rebound, I mean, that, that both is a credit to them and what they did. And, they, you know, they had Mike Tyson right off the top there and had a great pre-tape with MJF. So it's a great – uh, it's a great sign to them of what they did but it's also a little bit of acknowledgement of how maybe how much how value NXT was and NXT was taking a little bit of audience away that if AEW's numbers were sliding and then now all of a sudden they're not uh, opposed they're able to jump up and be over a million so again everybody just kind of gets over in this situation but yeah, AEW I mean they did they did a lot of things right Wednesday night it's your night your, your audience has been trained for the last year and a half and they wrote, and you know, they know they don't want Tyson and his match out there. They wanted that to be the main event of Hour one, but they found a good pre-tape, an entertaining pre-tape, to get him up there in the first ninety seconds of the show. So I mean, just just smart programming, just very smart by by all by all involved here. So again, hook a lot him. of good hook them in. Yeah, exactly. A lot of a lot of good and positive coming out of here. Again, that's why I say I, I joke. You know, it's it's gang warfare in AEW, but uh, you know, as as I can make my jokes at them, they're they're doing they're doing things that are working, obviously. So you know, power to them.
1: Uh, Pat McAfee. Word breaking Ooh. just before we hit the air. Pat McAfee joining the
0: commentating team on Friday nights.
1: Your thoughts, Justin? I mean, I'm ex-
0: I can't remember a time where I can really say that like a commentator or a commentary team has me this siced, has me this <laughs> excited. It's true. But I, but I, but I, but I, and I'm not just blowing smoke off of Pat's ass here. I'm, I'm, I'm actually that more excited now to watch SmackDown because Pat McAfee yep. with a live mic as we all know we've all done it with them is that is so entertaining i i guess yeah. <laughs> i mean the only thing that can stand in pat McAfee's way is pat McAfee. <laughs> it's a live mike and i'm sure pat knows this i'm not saying anything that like he would be offended by he's got a live mike and let's just hope that he that, that that in his entertainment that not that he doesn't say anything that that i don't know goes out of the lane that makes anybody mad but i think pat uh, he's such a great entertainer, live, Mike. He's so passionate about wrestling, and that's you know the passion is is, is a huge thing. You've got to have the passion. So to see, hear him next to Michael Cole, who Michael Cole is, it, it, you know, Michael Cole doesn't get enough credit, uh, honestly. No, he doesn't. He, you know, he gets a lot of people. People can always bash on commentary and this and that and and whatever. But Michael Cole, when you really, when, if people, you know, if, if people really sit back and try to actually think about what it takes to do Michael Cole's job all the traffic and things that he has come in his way of what he's got to promote, the ins and outs of what he got to do. Also, you know, narrate this this the entire show and this match. He's great. So I think Cole with Pat, I'm really excited to hear that. Um, and I hope Pat's here to stay for a long term. I know he's a very busy guy. As Triple H always noted, uh, he's a very busy guy. So the fact they've nailed him down and he's going to be on every Friday for the foreseeable future, that's exciting. So uh, good luck to him and and I think that's going to be a great add to, to SmackDown.
3: Mike Michael Cole is, is mentored And tutored and helped uh, the majority of the people that you see on WWE programming as it relates to backstage, as it relates to uh, commentary, uh, pre-tapes, announcements, whatever. I mean, he's the guy. So, um, yeah, he's definitely undervalued. Under, uh, you know, I, I can't say underutilized. He's used properly. Um, we respect his work and, uh, I I feel like that the people under him are getting better too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Cole's
0: great. I mean, look, if people, and if if people can't, you know, look, fans, you got to appreciate Michael Cole. And if you can't appreciate all the broadcasting things that he's doing and the handling of, of people talking in his ear and calling the show, just think about it from the most simplest terms to the busted open nation. This guy is out there. Probably having to drink some water to keep his voice fresh and do all the show. He's out there doing that for four plus hours and he doesn't get up once to pee. Give him credit for that, and he does it week in and week out. Wow. The man is a machine. You gotta
1: wear okay. like a diaper. You have to wear a diaper in that. You got a you, you, you can't hold that in for four years. I'm, I'm four for four years, four hours. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. He's four probably been four holding it for four years. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of speaking. Of, Speaking of commentators, there's been a lot of penny beer nights where it felt like 4 years that I was holding in my pay to make sure I got those penny beers back in the day at Fatso Fogarty's. But I digress. Uh Justin Morrow, Ronaldo coming back going to be commentating the main event uh April 25th for Rebellion for Impact Wrestling. Pretty special, huh?
0: That is special. Uh, you know, it helps uh helps put another little, you know, exclamation point to what's supposed to be a big night, a big main event. Um, look, like I said about passion. Morrow is extremely passionate. That, that That's undeniable. So I think that's a good move. And I, and I think it's probably playing to strengths just based upon, you know, we had Morrow uh, you know, on SmackDown and in NXT for a time. You know, I, I, my opinion and my interpretation, Morrow, again, he loves calling the match. He loves calling the action. I don't know if he loved or like, what I was mentioning a minute ago with Michael Cole, all the other stuff that goes on in a broadcast that you've got to handle. I don't know if Morrow loved all that. So if he's in fact, calling just this main event match, or if, he, if he's just being assigned to like, Hey, help Excel and help, help add to this match. I think that's a great use of him because it's probably honing in on what he's really good at and what he's really passionate about. It's, it's kind of alleviating some of the other stuff that he might not want to deal with. Uh, it's just, again, my opinion from listening to him, I think again, yeah, adding his soundtrack to the match. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a great little add on for, for the promotion and, and trying to make this feel like a special moment, a special, a special show.
1: Uh, Justin, before we say goodbye, uh, I just want to get your final thoughts from WrestleMania 37. We didn't have a chance to talk to you about it. Like, I don't want to just like it. I, like people are like, oh my God, it's already, it's, it's only been a few days since we saw it's not, WrestleMania. It's not over yet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, uh, like overall thoughts about what we saw Saturday and Sunday from the WWE.
0: Well, it was a great, you yeah, know, felt good. God, it just felt good just to, for those two nights to see the crowd, see the stadium, just to, to see what we we've always perceived as normal. I'll be honest, on paper, I was certainly on paper betting that I was going to enjoy night two more. Mm-hmm. To me, night one, to me, was a much better from start to finish show. I enjoyed night one overall in terms of just the performances, the results, the stories, everything. Um, but that said, it was great. I, I, but I was worried about it. You know, I was worried, like, we're going to have these two great nights of 25,000 fans, you know, they're going a the set, everything. And then you got to go back to the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome is yeah. you – know, look, the Thunderdome is, 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 is a great – um you know it's a great band-aid for the time it's a great substitute for the time and the restrictions and it was great when they went into the thunderdome after being in just complete empty (laughs) uh performance center but when you go from twenty five thousand people and then back to thunderdome it's like oh but i want my twenty five thousand back so i just i really hope i know nick con the wb president made a comment this uh, in an interview recently saying announcement eventually they will be returning to touring it won't just be another one-off whenever they get back to fans it's going to be fans to stay so that's exciting yeah i just can't wait i just can't wait i'm just tapping my fingers I justin
3: did I you didn't. did you get any inside information about the delay and uh all of the talent that came up stepped up and 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 talked about pro wrestling talked about their matches and who they were wrestling against at the beginning of the show in the rain delay in the rain delay
0: yeah. I mean, what I heard it was, a, it was essentially a, it was a very, it was literally just producer standing there saying, if you're, if you're camera ready, <laughs> it's like a line, get up here next. And they're just back and forth, back and forth. And yeah, it was literally just, we need you to fill 90 seconds or what have you. And, and, and uh, you know, I don't there's not much more insight other than that, which is not really much insight. It's, it's just, that's the obvious, but that's what I heard. It was just kind of like a, a herding of whoever you could, that was camera ready, talk about your match, get it over, get your opponent over. And I don't know about you guys, but that <laughs> what a breath of fresh air. wow <laughs> I mean, you know,
3: my, um, I, I mean like my third favorite thing of wrestlemania
0: yeah i mean you know what could have been a what could have been a disaster i mean what could have been disaster quite frankly is like you know a you're cluster. ready to launch mania you yeah but but it looked i mean it felt great i mean these, these seeing these guys and girls able just to work off of just doing improv yeah. doing doing it the old-fashioned yeah. way and i get it and i get i think paul Heyman said it, i get it you know you you have billion dollar deals deals on the table if you're Vince McMahon. i understand the the, the being careful of what people are saying and instructing them what to, what to say. But at the same point, man, you can't substitute the talent, just feeling it. And just, just, yeah. just giving it out the, 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 that you just can't substitute that. And man, that came across the screen. Uh, it was, it was a ha- It was a happy accident that I thought made that first again, that first night of mania, that much better.
1: It was God. <laughs> yeah. He put him in a position and Mark, you said it on Sunday. Cause Jesse said it could have been a cluster, but Mark, you said, hey, man, that's what you need from your talent, being put yeah. in position, kind of like gun to the head, go out there, and like Justin, you said, hey, give me 90 seconds, and I think that roster on, on on Saturday, you know, proved that, hey, you know what, you give me a live microphone and 90 seconds, I can knock it out of the park, and I thought each and every one that stepped up to the plate knocked it out of the park.
3: Justin, yeah. imagine this. You do the same thing with wrestling
1: holy cow
0: the novel concept mark man
3: that's the way that it used to be and i think that the organic feel and the awkwardness sometimes and the struggle of not knowing exactly what's about to happen for both people put people on the edge of their seat it it gave people more of a feeling of, Oh my God, what's, what's going to happen. And they lean in and they, they, they start to, they start to get the rock and like, I I want that as a fan. And I'm hoping that the success of that moment
0: uh, spawns
3: something else.
0: I hope, too. I mean, it could always change. I mean, I was hoping after watching Saturday and Sunday that might change, and then I watched. And then I'm Raw fired up. And then, he saw Rhea, and then he saw Rhea Ripley
1: on Monday. Yeah, yeah, then, 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 yeah exactly. Rhea's in a backstage. I'm like, well, so much for that. <laughs> it's like, I just want to say about Oscar. yeah, it was not that great. Um, uh, one final question, Justin, and that is this. Who had the better celebrity performance, Bad Bunny or Pat McAfee? Oh,
0: Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh!
0: Um, damn, I'm oh, I'm only don't be partial. Pat McAfee's listening, by the way. I know I'm gonna. Here's the thing: <laughs> Pat's already an athlete. So I had like a certain. I mean, ba- ba- bad. Bunny's like five foot nothing and a hundred pounds dripping wet. He went out there and he surprised me. Granted, he's got other people out there. He's got three other guys. Miz and Morrison did great, but Bad Bunny really, really. I mean, that, that was impressive. I, that's hard because Pat, Pat's one on one, a one on one match. That's a Ooh, I'm going to say Bad Bunny just because I had I had far less expectation for him. OK, Pat, you know, I, I already had big thoughts for Pat, but I'm going to say Bad Bunny. I thought Bad Bunny for maybe training for whatever time he's been. And, and I'm going to say Bad Bunny.
3: Could Pat Could McAfee... Don't worry about it. I'll break the news to Pat.
1: T- I already texted oh, you. Saw, Henry, Stop I already student. texted Come him. on now. Could Pat McAfee hit a
0: Canadian destroyer like we saw Bad <laughs> Bunny do? Canadian destroyer. Canadian destroyer. That's each side of it. Like Pat McAfee's one-on-one match a lot harder to do you know you yes. don't it, but then bad bunny again uh i mean a musician coming in there and doing what he did athletically and, and time too he didn't rush i don't think he like that, that's always the biggest thing you watch a guy start rushing if they're, Looking yeah, no, he, yeah. yeah yeah no i thought he timed it he felt it he he let it come in and and, and i was i was blown away i i i i, I couldn't be happier that how how well he did and, and what what respect it shows and appreciation it shows of, of him to put all that time in to get it to I, I oh, see exactly what
3: you're saying. I see exactly. Pat McAfee could have played quarterback, wide receiver. Yeah. He could have. He was a. He's a natural athlete. You know, so you, you expect somebody with his athletic gifts to be able to do something like that. You don't expect like Bad Bunny to do it.
0: No.
3: Especially after I saw him come out two months ago with pajamas on and flip flops and and house shoes.
0: So, you're saying to so the pajamas, so you're saying he didn't wash his ass?
3: Well, no, I didn't say that. I just said <laughs> that he he came out with pajamas and house shoes.
0: It's a good where chance does, he didn't wash his Where did his the ass, transition so. of? Because Dave him said not months ago. 'Cause Dave said months ago on the show if you were out there in public wearing pajamas you must have not wash your ass. Yeah, cuz you're don't. not
1: walking out of the house. You don't Here's the thing, Mark. You don't take a shower and put pajamas on. No, you don't you don't wear your pajamas. Take off your pajamas, wash your ass and then put your pajamas back on again. You put on a pair of jeans or sweat. You don't take the pajamas to wash your Once ass. Once again, it's Dave's fault. On. He but didn't I, wash I,
3: his I, ass. I see he didn't wash now. his ass. Pajamas are mad. I
0: see what mass. you're saying. You're off the hook, one. Justin. Yeah. Pick or you're
1: pick one. Hook.
0: Pajamas or mask. Ooh, I, so I, I have one. to. I have to pick one. Yeah, the humanoids out. The, 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 the humanoids out. They're only doing one or the other. Pick one.
1: It's the mask, because then it's protecting I, myself.
0: You know, yeah. i it, 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 so it's the, the mask. mask. It's the mask. No pajamas. Yeah. Start. Plus, naked. You're wearing. You're wearing your mask, so you hopefully you don't have to smell his ass. It's. Yeah, and wow. then you can't smell. No, that's
1: a good point. When when I have the mask on, I don't. I can't smell. I love going. I, I love my wife to death. You know that. We go to the mall, and she goes into like the candle stores, and she starts putting the candles up to my face. Smell this. I'm like, I got a fucking mask. I can't smell anything with the mask on. <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't smell nothing. I don't Take, say that. I just on. nod and said it smells great. You know what I'm saying? I don't do all that. Oh my gosh. Yankee Yankee Candle Company. I can't smell anything with the mask on, for God's sakes. Bed Bath and Beyond, all those places. Anyway, Justin, great job, my friend. As always. Always good
0: to spar with you. Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know if we will have enough time. I don't know. If, I don't know. If have enough time. <laughs> it it tastes so good when it hits,
2: when your, it hits lips. your lips.
1: It tastes, it tastes so good. Uh Justin. Can say that about my wife's pierogies
0: too. Justin, Whoa. thank
1: you. Thank you for the time, buddy. Appreciate it.
0: With regards to your wife's pierogies. Thanks, guys. See you next week. All right, Justin Labar.
2: Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast.
1: Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM podcast network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas.
4: SiriusXM Podcasts.